0: Hey everyone, welcome back to college to cam girl with your favorite cam girl, Melissa Stratton, also formerly known as kitty baby cam girl. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've kind of moved a little bit away from using that name online and kind of switched everything over to Melissa. And that just goes to show that like things are constantly growing and changing. And also you can do whatever you want when you're camming, whatever makes you comfortable. So if you're having a hard time finding me, it's probably because I have changed my name on a lot of things, but everything's still there. um, Including the podcast and I have something really interesting I want to talk to you guys about today. This is episode 14 and I don't really know what to call it yet, so hopefully you like the title that I picked. But I wanted to talk a lot about uh, religion and how that fits into what I do. I get a lot of questions about how I was raised, are my parents proud of me, blah blah blah. And you know, really it's kind of I mention it every now and then, but going into detail is really personal for me. It's not something I do very often. So here we go. You know, I'm not going to be able to to go in to give details and tell every single thought I've ever had about this topic and everything. But I, you know, there's a couple things I want to cover. The first one is I kind of want to explain to you guys how I was raised. And the crazy thing is I've heard so many other cameras And women in the adult industry, whether that be, you know, porn or camming or anything in between, um, performers, strippers have a really similar upbringing. And I really am curious as to know why that is, but I don't think in this lifetime we'll ever get that answer. Everybody has their own theories, but I'll tell you this. I was raised very conservative Mormon, not only like Mormon, but we're talking like Many generations of Mormon, like Mormon pioneers, like family came over from England, crossed the plains and settled in Salt Lake City, Mormon. Um, I was an Air Force brat, so I moved around a lot, but we did settle in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I went to college there. So I had a very conservative Mormon upbringing. Uh, like I said, generations of my family um, on one side is entirely Uh, Mormon, or we call it LDS too. Those terms are interchangeable. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't really think that life could be any other way growing up. That made it a little difficult when I went to college because I had been raised to be a wife and a mother and nothing else. But at the same time, kind of this like new age, like you know, women should be independent. um, Kind of thinking was kind of starting to come out in the church, and especially you know, my my parents wanted us to be uh, independent girls and. Uh, it it made things really confusing. Like I said, when I went to college, I was like, okay, you know, what am I going to get my major in? Why is this important? Why am I going into so much debt if I'm just going to be a wife and a mother? And I found um, kind of a mantra and a way of thinking that helped me uh, reconcile those two things, being a wife and a mother and being an educated woman. And I literally thought that the whole reason that I was going to college would be that I would raise smarter children, that I would get out of college, get married, have kids, and I would be able to raise really smart kids that would then do something great. It wasn't going to be me that was going to start a business or do anything. It was going to be my kids because that's what I was put on this earth to do. Now, if you're identifying with that, um, it's okay. And if you think that's a little shocking, I mean, you know, that's why we're talking about it. This is, you know, even in today's society, there's a lot of people that grow up that way. Um, I think it's important to acknowledge, uh, you know, there were a lot of instances that I went through being raised uh, LDS or very conservative or even in a conservative city um, that really were kind of traumatic for me. It wasn't any one big thing that really turned me away from my Mormon conservative upbringing. It was a lot of little things that just didn't really make sense to me and were hard for me. So when I Graduated college was about, well, I started having questions kind of in high school, but when I, questions as to whether or not I kind of belonged in this ideology and through college, I kind of figured out this is definitely not for me anymore. And I had really hard conversations with my parents, but in the end they were uh, loving and accepting and they were like, okay with it to a degree, you know, they weren't going to disown me or, or anything like that, but you know, they still stick to their beliefs and that's great. And I do respect that. I think that's really important to mention too, that I do have respect for any, any religion and anything that people believe, because obviously it's important to you and it resonates with you. And, you know, I do have respect for the Mormon church and the people that I still love that are part of it. Um, But it's just not for me. So, you know, if you want to know what I believe now, I do believe in a really strong sense of spirituality. So I don't know if that falls in some realm of being agnostic. Um, but, you know, I find a little bit of truth in everything. Uh, different religions, I think, have really good points. Uh, and I do think that uh, kind of religious adjacent activities like, uh, you know, Zodiac and and lots of, you know, crystals and whatever, I think there's there's good things that you can pull from everything in life that bring positivity and love and kind of help you be the best person that you can be, whatever resonates with you is what's important. Now, I've kind of found a mix of those things that um works for me. And you might think it's silly, but it's definitely not any one religion anymore. Um, Now, (laughs) how does that affect what I do now? Um, I just kind of go back to the fact that my sex life is private. Um, The growing up I was taught that um, sex is not okay. It is not okay at any time. You shouldn't even be thinking about it. Self pleasure completely off the table, and the only time that it is okay is after you get married. So that makes it really difficult. A lot of people struggle uh, in that in the Mormon community with you know you're you're abstinent. You're not thinking about sex. You don't even get to know your own body, and then all of a sudden. <laughs> You get married and you have to know what you're doing um, and please your partner and, you know, not get pregnant right away. (laughs) That's pretty difficult for people that are very um, immature in that realm of life. Uh, So it it was (laughs) really hard for me. I don't know if I've told you guys this before, but I did not know that women could have an orgasm until I was 18 and it happened to me. I, and even when it happened, even when I had my first orgasm, I didn't even know what it was. I was like, what the fuck was that? And I immediately wanted to do it again. Cause I was like, what was that feeling? What the hell was that? I loved it. It was great, but I was so fucking confused at the same time. And when I think back on that, yeah, it's kind of funny, but really it's so sad. Oh my God. It's so sad. You know? So it reminds me too, like, is porn supposed to be educational? No, it's not. You know, half the time performers are doing things just for the camera it's not real real um so that's important to remember it's for viewing pleasure it's not supposed to be educational but for someone like me that I wasn't able to talk to anybody about sex and I did not know what I was doing I didn't even know what another woman's vagina looked like porn was educational for me pictures I mean like I didn't see a real dick till I was 18 so I keep saying 18 because that was when I lost my virginity to a boyfriend at the time, and um, yeah, it was really eye opening. I uh, I don't think that you should get to know your body with someone else at the same time. I think it's really important for you to know um, to know yourself. But you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I mean, you know, would I really change anything about my life? No, I don't really have any regrets. But I do just kind of think it's a little sad you know, and I know that I'm not alone. You know, if you, if, if you can't relate to what I'm saying, I'm really happy for you. <laughs> I'm really happy for you. But I think a lot of people can. And like I said, I keep hearing this same type of story in the porn industry and I'm not going to name names, but those people are out there and you know, you'll, you'll find them. So, you know, how, like I said, how does this go? Let's go back to How does this affect what I do now as a cam girl, as someone that's kind of emerging in the industry and trying different things. Um, I, I truly stand by the fact that my sex life is private. I don't need to discuss it with um, anyone that I don't want to, including God <laughs> or whatever kind of religious situation, you know, you may believe in, in the LDS church, if you commit a sin, you have to confess it to a, a bishop and then a very serious sin. It really is just kind of between you and God, unless it's very serious, then you do need to go to uh, the bishop and you need to tell him what you did. And that happened to me one time, and I remember just thinking, this is making me feel icky. I don't like this. I don't, And I don't know if maybe that kind of religious trauma made me realize that I like to keep my sex life private. But gosh, isn't that ironic because I have sex on cam? <laughs> How is that private? But I guess what I'm trying to say is, I get to pick and choose the way that I have control over who I share my sex life with. You know, no one's telling me what I should be doing. I have control over it. So that being said, Camming and creating my own content has given me that power back that I felt like I didn't have growing up over my sexuality and my sex life. And then, you know, it it's also given me the sense of confidence with that, that I don't have to be ashamed, that people like what I do, that I I enjoy it. It's okay that I enjoy pleasing myself or having sex. And unfortunately, that's something that's really new to me, you know, to not feel the sense of shame, to not feel, um, that. And so I think, uh, you know, when people ask me questions to try to get me to feel that shame, I, it, it bounces right off of me now because I have definitely felt, um, I have definitely felt, uh, kind of a renewed sense of confidence that I'm not going to let anyone take away from me. So, um, you know, that's something people like to come at me with a lot of the time is, what does your family think? And I I also have kind of, you know, everyone's family is different, but I've really wrapped my head around and my heart around the fact that I don't need approval from my family and my sex life is private to me. Um, I'm proud of people that are able to have their, their loved ones support them and what they do, but not everyone's that lucky. So, you know, in turn, that also makes me really careful, you know, and sometimes it goes back to just basic safety reasons. But I, I'm really careful with who I share that information with casually. So, you know, I, I mentioned one time I was at a, I was at a bar and I told somebody, yeah, I'm a cam girl, and they were like, what you do, what? And they were kind of like rude and they didn't really understand. And I was like, okay, that was all I needed to never put myself in that situation again because, you know, religion will definitely stigmatize sex work. Absolutely, that'll never change. But society does the same thing as well. So that makes it really difficult um, to be honest. Uh, no, not honest, open with what you do, um, you know, for for your job. So, you know, when people ask me if I sit next to someone on a plane, I've been traveling a lot lately, I just tell them that I'm a graphic designer or that I work in sales um, because I I travel a lot. And and, you know, I just give kind of like vague answers and and change the subject. It's not important to me. Um to have recognition for what I do. If you're in the sex work industry, if you're camming because you're trying to get famous, this might not be the avenue for you. I think that, you know, it's it's rare that people get really well known for this. Um, it's rare that people get really well known in general. So you have to be happy with what you're doing and, and be doing it for the right reasons, whatever those are for you. But I think doing it for fame, it's probably not probably not the right one. So, okay speaking of doing it for the right reasons, um, someone asked me, can you do this type of work and still have a relationship with God or the church? And I think when you're in sex work, when you're a camera, when you do porn, you're still a human being. You still have a soul. You still are spiritual. Nothing changes, breaks, or snaps when you enter a new career, you're still you. So I absolutely think that you can redefine your relationship with God and spirituality or even the church that you go to and still be able to do this kind of work. And I think people on the outside say, no, you absolutely can't. It's a sin, yada, yada. Um, But I think if you're on this side of the mic, if you're on this side of the cam with me, you understand you understand that you're still that same person and you might still want to have the same relationship with God and religion that you've always had. And I do think that there's a middle ground. And I think most of the reason that I feel that is because when you study the Bible, when you study the new Testament, whatever, you realize that God, Jesus, Holy ghost, there is a level of forgiveness and love for every type of person. There are so many stories about Jesus forgiving, uh, you know, people that were doing sex work that's in the Bible. So I just think that there isn't there isn't a hard line of the fact that, you know, you can't have a relationship with God. I think it, it's going to be a little different maybe because you are going to get faced with, um, you know, that need for repentance if you're, you know, trying to maintain your relationship with the Mormon church specifically. Um, but that's okay. You, redefine it how, how you would like to. Like I said, I redefined my relationship with God and spirituality and I'm really comfortable with where that's at now. I honestly, I've never been happier, but most of that is because I've been able to let go of a lot of like the shame and regret that I had before I started camming. Camming is going to require you porn, you know, the adult industry It's going to require you to have some really thick skin because it is a very personal industry. People are going to say a lot of things about your look. They're going to say a lot of things about what you're doing about, you know, whether or not they like it. And I'll tell you one thing. Um, what people say (laughs) was something that I was very afraid of, and that has given me the most confidence and sense of self-worth when I really let go of what I thought of what people think about me. I only allow the positive in anymore, but I'll tell you what, somebody asked me the other day, you you think you're going to hell? And I was like, no, I don't. Number one, I don't believe in hell. I don't believe in a God that's vindictive, that's going to send his, his creations to hell. I just, that doesn't resonate with me anymore. Um, but even if it did, you know, before I kind of had this, this new relationship with, with spirituality, I, no, I never thought that I was going to hell. You know, I don't, I'm not hurting anyone with what I'm doing. I truly believe that. Now, some people might, might look at it another way. I know a really big topic and the Mormon church's pornography and the addiction to pornography that can come along with that. And I just think that that's a cop-out. You know, I think that, uh, porn is a tool. Porn is entertainment. And if you're addicted to it, there's something else going on in your life. Um, but like I said, that's a controversial hot take that I just have. Personally, I would love to hear what your, what your take is on that, how you feel about that, whether or not you think that's true, you know, where, where religion and porn, can coexist. Um, you know, they do seem like complete opposites, but then how am I sitting here? You know, I think, uh, uh, going back to what people say about, uh, you or me or, you know, uh, I, <laughs> my favorite comment that I got the other day on a fucking TikTok of all things was, oh, that's nice. You traded money for morals. And I thought that comment was so interesting because it assumes that we have the same set of morals and that you think what I'm doing is wrong morally. Like I said, my take, and this is personal and I don't want to fight about it, is that I'm not doing anything morally wrong. I'm not hurting anyone. I'm enjoying my life and I'm entertaining. That's what I'm doing. Um, you know, like I said, some people have a different a different take on that. But I also think it's interesting that he mentioned that I traded money for morals. And yeah, I do this for a living. This is how I support myself. But in the one specific instance that he was uh, criticizing, and yes, it was a man, um, I didn't do that one specifically for uh, a lot of money. Um, and it kind of made me laugh because I go, you know, if I was going to trade. My morals for money, I would have charged a lot more. Um, But I also don't think that there's a straight up trade in life. I think life is a lot of um, gray area. But anyway, that was one of my my favorite (laughs) comments. Uh, So proud, traded money for morals. I go, all right, well, you know, I guess your morals are much different than mine. Um, You know, another one that I love, uh, not love, I say that sarcastically. Another comment I get a lot is, uh, I bet your parents are proud of you. I bet your dad's proud of you. Or, you know, ooh, daddy issues. Um, you know, and I want to laugh because I go, my parents are great. I love my parents. It was my very strict religious upbringing that puts that pressure on me of, you know, my parents wouldn't be proud or, or whatever. And, and to be honest, no, my parents are not proud of me and and like i mentioned before i'm i'm happy for and very jealous of people that are able to have a really good relationship with their parents over the sex work that they do i also know some people personally that their their parents love them and support them but don't like what they do and i think that's where a lot of us fall um so you know the comments like you know bringing my family into things one it's just not appropriate you know like if you're an attorney um representing a a a convicted criminal do, do you get those kind of comments like oh i bet your family's proud and, and why would we do that to people you know it's your it's your livelihood it's it's what you've chosen to do with your life it's just not constructive um and i just always feel like it's the religious people that come at me for this and i go where's the, you know I, I know that you're taught forgiveness and love and acceptance and and peacemaking so why why are you sitting online you know, hurting people with what you're saying. Just food for thought. Um, So I guess, you know, at the end of the day, religion and sex work is, it's hard to reconcile. You know, especially if you've grown up conservatively like I have. Like I feel like a lot of you have, Um, especially people that enjoy porn. You know, there's very few of you that are openly supportive of what we do. You know, I see I see all your your private Twitter accounts, your private Instagrams where you don't like me or follow me, but you want to DM me. I get that. That's cool. You're figuring it out. You're ashamed. That's fine. Really, that's kind of more of a societal thing. But we all know that religion does play a huge part in our society. It plays a huge part in our lives, played a huge part in mine. Um, so I hope that, you know, some of what I said, you can kind of relate to, or maybe just have a greater understanding, maybe even a sense of compassion for what some people behind the camera go through. Um, I'd love to hear your takes message me on Twitter message me on, you know, Insta and definitely stop by my chatterbait shows. Come on, you guys, I would love to see you. I love to talk to you. I know that this topic might be a little controversial. And I like to keep things really positive. But I do think it's important because at the end of the day, we're all real humans and real people. So I love you guys. Stay tuned for the next episode. Peace out.